Hey guys, uh, it's Palm Sunday, uh, here at the Walker House, it's good to see you guys. Uh, it's, it's now week four for us here uh, online, hope you guys have found some good shows to watch, uh, hopefully, right? Well, um, on Palm Sunday, we're kind of Merry Palm Sunday um, with our current series that we're still doing. So the, the idea of our series has been to imagine that you're at the table with someone who's been struggling um, mentally and emotionally. And the idea is to give them something each week to stick around for. And so for us this week, it's kind of an odd thing, right? But yeah, it's that I want to encourage them that what they'll miss is loss. The experience of losing something. Now, that's an interesting kind of angle because Palm Sunday is supposed to be a day about, about hope. So if you think back to the stories that we've heard about Palm Sunday, you know, it, it's a time where when Jesus comes in on this on this cult of a donkey, we see the crowds that begin to, to gather, and they all have these palm leaves in their hands. If you guys have your Bibles, go to John 12, John 12, verse uh, 12. It says, so the next day, there's a crowd that came to the festival. They heard about Jesus, he was coming on his way to uh, the city. So they all took palm branches, and they went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey, and he sat on it, and he said this, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. Now, what's so interesting about this passage, uh, you go to Zechariah, which he's quoting here. You know, he's, he only quotes a certain part of this passage. Now, if you read before and after this passage, it's a long kind of a prayer prophecy about how the, uh, the Messiah of God is going to destroy and crush all of the enemies of Israel. And so what they're actually doing with the palm branches, it's actually a symbol of the way that they would welcome a warrior king who's going to come and defeat their foes. But Jesus doesn't quote these passages. He quotes the one right in the middle about this king is going to come on this donkey and this king is going to bring peace with him. Because see, what Palm Sunday is about, it's about us being willing to kind of embrace our deepest hope. Right, And so for, um, for Israel, the hope that they had was that they would finally be free, that they would have a king who would defeat whoever it was who was holding them down. They were fully expecting a king who was going to come in, raise an army, who was going to free them. They were celebrating, finally, after hundreds of years of waiting, the hope that they would finally be free. Now, Palm Sunday... Is also about the loss of hope. Because what ends up happening here one week later is that this hope dies. The moment that Jesus is on the cross, he takes his last breath, what everyone around them is seeing is that the hope that they've been waiting for for generations, the thing that God had promised them in the scriptures, they finally realize it wasn't going to happen. This thing that they finally allowed themselves to, to pull out this deep hope and they really put it out there, and now just been dashed to pieces. Now what's interesting about this is that we all know as Christians that we believe that Christ was the fulfillment of a hope and a promise. But it was, it's a very different hope than what these people were expecting. He didn't bring anything that they thought he was going to bring. And what's interesting about this for us, and for anyone who's struggling mentally or emotionally, is that there is an experience of, of loss when we lose hope. There's something that kind of happens on the inside of us. And what's, what's happened for all of us this morning is that we've all lost 
things that we were hoping for. There's a certain kind of a life that we had pictured. And right now, for all of us, that life doesn't exist right now. Now, uh, there are people who are struggling way worse than most of us. There are people who are losing loved ones right now. But all of us are kind of grieving loss at some point. There's, there were things we had hoped for, and that's not happening. Um, my nine-year-old is, you know, he's grieving that, you know, he doesn't get to play baseball right now. Now, it's, it's a small thing compared to many people. But for him, he had something he hoped for for so deeply, and it's lost. Now, at the same time that we're all kind of having to grieve the loss of our hope, we let something out that we deeply wanted so much, we thought God was going to bring that to us. There's actually a gift inside of losing. This is one of the things that I want to say to you if you're, if you're struggling today. I want you to wake up tomorrow. I want you to stay with us because losing can be a gift. This first thing that happens with loss. When you lose something or anything, if you allow it to sink in, loss actually reminds you of what you have and of what you had. It teaches you to be thankful for things. There are small things that all of us have lost that, honestly, before this, we didn't experience how, how amazingly important and valuable it was. The ability to go see a friend or a loved one. Um, we drove to my parents' house and the kids said hi to the grandparents from the window of the car because, you know, right now they've lost the ability to be with them. It's an amazing thing that they're experiencing right now. But on the other side of this loss, when my kids get to go spend time with their grandparents, it's going to mean so much more to them. Because see, loss reminds us of the things that we had and the things that we have. The other thing that loss does, if we allow it to, if we embrace loss, Loss prepares us for what comes next. And here's the biggest thing about Palm Sunday. These branches that we have here for Palm Sunday, we're going to, um, this entire year, they're going to sit in the back room at the church and die. <laughs> Our hope is going to die for a full year. And on Ash Wednesday next year, we're going to take these things up, we're going to ground them up, we're going to burn them, and then to create the paste that we're going to put impose the ashes on Ash Wednesday. And here's why it's so powerful. Palm Sunday always has to come before Easter. It always has to come first. Because we have to give up. We have to let die the things that we hope for. The images or the way that we want God to save us, the things we want God to do, the way that we insist God answers our prayers. We have to let those things go sometimes. Because the promise in Palm Sunday is that even though some of our hopes might die and we might experience loss, if we embrace the gift of loss, if we're willing to let go of the way that we want things to be, to prepare for what could come, there's a beauty that always comes out of ashes that is surprising to us. And honestly, there's something about surprise which kind of builds into Palm Sunday as well. There's something about being alive that you get to experience surprises. You thought you knew what tomorrow was going to be like, but you have no idea. And when you embrace loss, loss reminds you that every day is going to surprise you, that every day is worth living because you truly do not know what's coming tomorrow. And when you experience loss, it wakes you up to look at life with fresh eyes, to expect that you have no idea what's coming and that what's coming might not be the same thing that you wanted to come. It might not be the thing you hoped for. But as Christians on Palm Sunday, our hope is that we trust that God is able to create and bring new things about, to bring beauty out of ashes in ways that will always surprise us. And one of the gifts of being alive is the ability to be surprised to embrace beauty that we didn't see coming. That's my encouragement to you today.
there is the pain of having to let go of the way we wanted this thing to go. We want our business to go, our life to go, our summer plans to go. But if we trust the Lord, even in the loss, when we allow ourselves to let go and to grieve this, we can be prepared to fully enjoy the beauty that's coming around the corner that we can't see yet.